Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Zulagans, Zulagines, and those who don't identify as such. It's your boy Shmeev back at it again with more of my excellent adventure. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't really have much to to say before this. I, I get well. I guess there is one thing. Um, so I I know that this isn't. I'm not holding up to the standards of our usual fare, and I'm sorry for that, you know? I know I'm not playing the music and all that, and um, I'm not cracking open Fagos, and I know I know someone was definitely very disappointed at me uh, for that one. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw to my man in the field, Scott, uh, with a little little Fago report. Hit it, Scott. Hey, Uncle John, you yeah, got any uh, Fago around here? There, there's some cold ones on the yeah, bottom. On the bottom? All right, let's see here. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of icy light. Uh, 60-40? Who the hell buys 60-40? I don't even know they still made this. You don't have to complain. <sighs> Grapefruit, lime, and other natural flavors. Okay, let's. That's I'm not a big fan of grapefruit, but you know, I'm an adventurous kind of guy. Oh, you get a big whiff of that grapefruit. Give it a sniff. Alright, I'm gonna taste it. And it, uh. Kind of tastes like Sprite with a little bit of grapefruity. Notes at the end there. Um, let me let me aerate in my mouth. Who the hell even talks about soda this much? Just shut up and drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't bad. Um, I'm not sure what the '60s kind of lime. I guess maybe forty percent grapefruit. I would say maybe less percentage of grapefruit. But um, overall, yeah, you know, I'd give that a a solid like. Six and a half out of ten. Not bad. Not bad. Um, I'd say it's kind of a rare flavor, you know. I don't see 60-40 too much. No, nobody's talking about 60-40, but maybe they should be. I don't know. Thanks for that, Scott. Um, and now moving on from that, I, I think there, it's, there's really nothing to do but uh, get into this here album that I'm talking about. This is the second All Azul Ilu album. Uh, still just Ala and Zul, no Ilu. They are. Uh, I don't know when he shows up. We'll we'll get there, I guess. Uh, but this is Science Company. Um, it's 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 Psycho. It's about a county in Ohio that I don't remember, uh, but people have mentioned it, and I, I, somebody's told me it a, a handful of times. But come on, come on. Uh, this was 2015 that this was released. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's their second album. Uh, it does have a lot of guests on it, actually, uh, presumably from, you know, I, I guess that was kind of the point of it. That does seem to be now looking back on it, what is alluded to in the intro that we'll talk about in a moment, um, that it was kind of gathering other people together to, to do a little thing. It's not a lot of people. It's pretty much like the same what, like four extra dudes? Um, but yeah, no, it's a, uh, it it's something. They got they got some interesting stuff going on here that that we will be talking about. Uh, there was something else. Oh yeah, uh, so I was informed that uh, contrary to what I said in the first episode and what I assumed, uh, Alazulalu is not just nonsense words that they picked just to spell out the word axe. It's it's almost that, but it's not. It's it's not entirely that. Uh, it is Sumerian for uh, evil gods rise, gods of evil rise. You know how it is. You can say it a couple different ways. It's the same words regardless. Uh, but that's that's what it means, uh, which is cool. You know, we we love that. So yeah, uh, let's get into it. This is Psycho Volume One the nerve of these guys to release a volume one and never fucking follow through on it. 
And I know people are saying that they're they're that might be like the next thing that they do. I don't I don't care. I don't care. They're not doing it yet. As of now, they haven't followed through. So, digging into this, um, in the intro, we got some backwards talking uh, by none other than Richard Ramirez, uh, serial killer from whenever he did that. Uh, he has since died in prison of uh, whatever. Well, he died in a hospital, actually, of like natural causes. He wasn't uh, executed. He was on death row, though. Um, we got some backwards talking that we'll get to in the next track whenever it's forwards again. Um, or I'll get to it now. Uh, talking about being pro people being programmed by society to do violence um, because, it's, you know, it's what the country was built on and it's very frequently asked of people. Um, and yeah, he makes some good points throughout a lot of this. This is all pulled from like an interview uh, with him. And, you know, none of the stuff that I really hear him say in this is untrue. Uh, he just kind of reached some pretty shitty conclusions from it, it seems. Um, yeah, you know, the, the context in which basically he says that, like, we accept murder in in the world. It's a thing that we encourage to do in certain areas. It's not like a... You know, killing people isn't this unambiguously bad thing, according to our government, at least. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's a it's a thing to say, and he's he's right on that front. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, honestly, on either end of the scenario, there's not a good person pointing the finger. Um, be it Richard Ramirez or the government pointing back at him, calling him, you know, convicting him of murders and such. Um, you know, then we get a little free verse about how, uh, you know, I, I guess all the cool kids go to some county in Ohio to be evil little goblins, uh, which, you know, like I said, now, now, having gone through the entire album and looking back on it, it's like, oh, okay, they're talking about the fact that they did, in fact, gather some people to uh, to join in and do some do some tracks. So that's cool. I'm I'm down with that. Uh, that's gonna lead us into preach. It's preached. They got an extra e. They do this a lot throughout this, um, or at least they do it like twice. I don't know. Maybe they do it for a lot of their tracks. Maybe they did it on Head of Horns, and I don't remember. Um, so we finally we get that uh, Richard Ramirez bit forward this time, where he talks. Um, now we get a little Long Live Evil. That's this is I think pre Long Live Evil being a label. Maybe I don't know. You know that's that's for someone else to to talk about. And there, there's a lot of it. They, they they have a lot of chant of, of that and it goes a bit a bit much just a little bit because I don't know I don't know the hook is not the the best part of this um, I do like each of them starting out their verse with a little introductory line uh, you got watch out Billy back in a black hearse and then you got uh, Joe black with a dope bat that's good I can dig that. Um, Billy Obey, Billy Oblay, uh, drops a, a little Halloween reference talking about the, the Shatner mask and, uh, they cut to like the little Halloween theme. They have like a little break there and some stabbies going on, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I, I still don't care much for rape references in my horrored cores. Uh, you know, it's just not my thing. And... <laughs> Jumping into the second verse, we got Joey B with a uh, Bill Clinton reference. Uh, the I didn't inhale line. What a classic. What a dipshit. <sighs> but no, we got uh, we got some cool flows. Uh, really good beat. I do like the beat on this. Um, again, I said it throughout Head of Horns, like the beats are all pretty tight. Like it's it's just a style that I'm into for the most part. Um, 
and they get they get some some lotus vibes with like kind of the the culty thing going on here with like the long live evil chance and all that is kind of gives me that vibe um in terms of writing styles uh this 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 hit me uh like joe black i think i mentioned this even on head of horns he is in my opinion much more coherent and connected with the way that he writes things even when he's writing a vibes verse i feel like it kind of walks you through it in a way things connect pretty well billy obey is he's like the saw stop motion thing where it's just like what the fuck is happening and it's just like flashes and shit everywhere and he's just kind of he's all over the fucking place uh they, they both uh paint images in their own ways and i think i think joe black uh, tends to paint a much more clear picture whenever he's doing that so yeah that's that's preach and we're gonna jump right into i'm sick i love this beat this one's just fucking cool uh i love the harp in it that's good shit um, I just love harp in general, you know, a good harp just kicks ass, man. Um, yeah, I, I think the guest verses, uh, definitely make this one, uh, Billy Obey kind of bland on this track. If I'm being honest, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just not, it's just not the thing, you know, I'm just not feeling him here. Um, that's all. Uh, but the old Packard and Diabolic, David Packard, I don't know who that is, but he's he's here. He's around. Uh, he drops a little Nightmare Before Christmas uh, reference. Good times. Uh, and then <laughs> fucking Diabolic. <laughs> Just a, a Judge Mathis line, which is, is fun. Uh, Diabolic, I saw him at uh, Camp Zool. And he was all right, you know? I wasn't, like, super, like, focused on him or anything like that. I was just kind of hanging out, vibing a little bit. Uh, but no, he was, he was good. And uh, throughout this, I think uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to show. He's, he's got good references. He's got just really good, like, the way that he does his rhymes and stuff. He's, he's just a talented MC. Uh... That guy's gonna go places. Maybe. I heard that he's like hanging it up and then he's not hanging it up. He's like on and off stuff. He kind of has, he's got a lot going on, I guess. You know, he's not sure what he wants to do. I feel that. That's, life's rough, man. And the the music life is not an easy one to go down. So uh, all the best to, to Diabolic on that one. Hope he, hope he figures stuff out and can get to, to doing the, the shit he likes to do, you know, what he wants. That'd be cool. Uh, moving on to All My Life. Uh, here's where I would uh, play, play a Casey and JoJo song in an actual episode, and Mike would be like, are you fucking kidding me? But he might, he might see that one coming. Um, uh, Billy Obey again here. Uh, I think... Bums get a buck when I tote shotguns is a great fucking line. And then I think the rest of it's just lacking. Um, it really feels like he grabbed some canned Billy Obey lines and threw them in there. But Joe Black, Joey B, is in here picking up the slack for me. Um, he, in this verse, tells a very good story without storytelling, if, if you understand what I mean by that. Like, again, he's, he's painting the picture. He is, he's giving you sort of a... He, he's showing you this whole story, but without telling it in a storytelling fashion. Um, and also, it's just, man depressing as fuck what's up with that <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's just fucking what the hell but i guess that's the kind of their thing is they're you know 
evil and dealing with it and that's that's rough you know uh moving on though we got 2020 vision billy is back he wasn't gone for that long it was like two two tracks where i just didn't care for his stuff as much but but he's he's fucking here for this one um on some school shooter kit school shooter shit i'm so good at talking you know that uh he says do it for the kids putting bullets in his principal not really but you fuckers get the principal which good lines uh you know clarifying that it's not it, it's not something that he is promoting he is placing this as an outlet for such kids who would be considered, I guess, the uh, candidates for such an action, um, if one was to to guess. But, uh, you know, that's kind of that stuff. Joey B. Joey B's just a sad boy. He's always a sad boy. Or he's mostly a sad boy. I, I you know, it's not like one note per se but he can't be he he has a lot of ways to say that he's a sad boy so it doesn't feel like he's writing the same thing all the time but he's definitely in the same headspace when he's writing it seems uh but he does drop a little ghosts and goblins reference so i'm all cool with that we love some ghosts and goblins here uh yeah 2020 vision Moving on to Feast. This is another one with the two E's. Maybe they just do that all the time. I don't fucking know. But uh, Feast. I like the hook a lot, even though it's repeated like a thousand times by the end of it. Uh, it, it, ju it just works. It's a good one. I, I do think that they had an opportunity to like really lean into the cannibal theme here, uh, but they instead went to just kind of like a normal murder song with a couple like very few lines thrown out to uh to to that end uh billy obey two camps kill him with concentration that's certainly a line that that he said <laughs> i gotta say it's a good one but it's also just like jesus christ uh and then joe black again his imagery, he's just really good at that shit. Um, so the severed head of a dove on a crow, that's good. That's just, it's just good symbolism, you know? I dig that stuff. And I'm controlled by the fetus I'm attached to. That's just, you know, good body horror imagery. He's just... He nails stuff. He's he's good at it. You know, I'm down with Joe Black. I think I'm a Joe Black fan, to be honest. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, just listening, I think Billy Obey is a very talented MC. Like, he's excellent on the mic. Joe Black is also excellent on the mic. I think Billy Obey takes it on that front. But, like, getting into the writing and just what they're saying and stuff, at least to this point, I think Joe Black's got it, man. He's just got some good shit. Uh, that said, Billy Obey, he's on most of the hooks, and he does good on them hooks. Like, even whenever he's, like, singing stuff, he's not, like, singing, singing, but... He's just got a good voice for what he does with it, you know? It, it works really well. And, uh, yeah, that's that's Feast. Good times. On to Move Back. All right, this one. We just got a good old stunting track. It's, uh, the, the hook is composited of just classic tracks got a common track in there we got mob deep throughout it there's a lot of mob deep in this actually uh let's see red man 
OC. I, I, I'm looking on Genius to, to see these. Somebody did very helpfully uh, throw all these in. Who did it? Who, who was the one that did it? It was Mustard. Good job, Mustard. Uh, Joey B. He's still such a sad boy. That's that's his verse. His his verse is being a sad boy. <laughs> he is he's got a very just edgy nihilist sad boy stuff going on there. Um, I'm still not sure about one line in here. I keep it crippled with a cane, and I think he's I, at the the end of that line. I I feel like he's making like a a semi cane and able reference there and then talking about beating someone with said cane I, th I feel like he's like he does layer his uh his metaphors a lot and his references like i know like it's it's just it's just a thing i feel like that might be it but it, it's hard to tell uh what he's what he's doing in there to my ears um Billy Obey coming in with them Young Money style lines. I think that was a Young Money uh, thing. Like, I think I I feel like that came out of that that era of rap and that style where people will drop a line and pause and end it with a word that sort of represents that line in a sense. Uh, for example. Billy Obey says, shit on rappers, no control, incontinent. It's got that vibe. I, th I feel like that came out of Young Money Rap, but I could be wrong about that. It may have happened. It may have been around a lot longer, but that, that's kind of, I feel, where it really hit in, in mainstream rap. And, like, it started just popping up a lot more. Uh, I love that. He does really well with those in, in his verse here. Um and then we have a little little guest verse at the end here by Scrub King, who very, very wisely changed his name and became S-O-N, whatever the fuck that stands for. Uh, I think Scrub King is just a bad name. I, I just don't think it's... It, it's, it's just whatever. Uh especially in this scene that that he's in and just kind of the associations that are made with it it feels very very like just hanger on kind of stuff and for a guy who is currently making his own version of the joker cards that's just too much uh so i think i think going with son to to really uh separate himself was a good call um he he lays it down. I can definitely see from just this verse alone uh, why he is so closely associated with AXE and the scene, and why he was eventually signed with them uh, on LLE. So yeah, I mean he he do good. Um, his flow is sick. He's got he's just got some good lines in here. Um, I like him. Except, like, I don't have a particular line that I would highlight for this because it's all, like, it's it's all just the way that it all flows together that really makes it work. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't say that there's a line alone that's like, wow, this is really fucking... It's like, this whole verse is just pretty sick, honestly. Um, I dig it. So, moving on. Track 8, What They Think. <sighs> This is a, a fuck the haters track, um, talking about how I don't give a fuck what what people think. I don't, I don't care. But they do. They care so much. They are taking the time to respond. They made a whole fucking track about it. They care so much. But they're they're cool with the idea that they're all going to hell. And uh, again, fuck the haters and all that stuff. Um. We've got S.O.N. on this track as well. Uh, Billy Obey, only on the hook. He doesn't have his own verse here. Uh, we just get we just get S.O.N. and and D.O.B. Die of Bollock. That's not who that is. It's a completely different person, but I don't I don't know who the fuck this is. Um, 
And D.O.B. dropping a really good closer. Uh, it's a short verse at the end, but, you know, it, it's a quick one. It's it's good. It's just a good way to, to close out the track. I'm, I'm down with that. And that, that's about it for that one. Uh, Psycho up next. Uh, Joey. Joey is on his everything is meaningless thing. But at the very end of his verse starts to dip a little bit into talking about fame and how like you're essentially giving up your life for it, being owned by someone else, be it a label or whatever, a producer, whatever. And uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty, pretty poignant the way that he he caps that off. It was really interesting just talking about the the price of of being famous um and uh billy good old billy has his he's he's doing the billy thing you know uh but he does have a really good line when when he's like his this little section where he says crush my enemies see them driven before me when the cops come we all stick to the story like i don't know what happened i don't know who did it that's good shit love that stuff um and whenever i hear this hook which is performed by david packard he's back uh i i really want to do am i a psycho lines over the hook and then add a verse about why the earth is flat uh that's it for Psycho. Track 10. That's Psycho the track, not Psycho the album. There's a lot more of Psycho, the science company, to go. Up next, we got No Worries. This track is... This is my kind of shit. Like, I love these tracks. It's a lot like... Um, I've talked about it, actually... It wasn't even on one of our episodes. It was with uh, the ICP with Wee Boys doing our 100 albums and stuff. Uh, the song Childhood by by Samus is, is a lot like this, just talking about being a kid and not, not having all of the fucking stresses and worries that we deal with now, you know, and just being a little dork playing video games and having fun man it's good shit uh right at the near the beginning of this in joe black's verse joe black he is on top of this shit this man is a fucking dork and i love that um but he he drops a little a little genesis reference uh to their 1981 album and its title track abacab uh, when he says A-B-A-C-A-B-B, uh, he adds an extra B at the end. I'm not sure why he does that. That one's a little bit weird. But, uh, but yeah, um, I mean, I haven't I haven't listened to a lot of Genesis. I haven't listened to any Genesis album on its own. I just have like a greatest hits thing. But Abacab is a pretty, pretty bitchin' song. And I remember I had a drum book that had no reply at all in it. And uh, that one had, had some stuff in it that was kind of fucking weird to play. But... Uh, I liked it, you know. It was a fun time. But no, uh, A B A C A B B is the uh, blood code from the Genesis Mortal Kombat. Uh, that that's what that was, and he's he's got a whole lot of references to stuff that I grew up with. This is a guy who grew up at the same time as me, I believe. I actually don't know how old these guys are, but I'm guessing that they're around the same age as me, because uh, he's talking about all that and stuff, and just goosebumps are you afraid of the dark what a time man billy obey though billy obey he's uh you know he's he's talking about just again pretending he's he's talking about like actually placing yourself in the shoes of a kid where you know again shit just don't matter and stuff and he's just, you're just all about them them tv shows and hanging with your friends and he mentions pogs. I still have my pogs. Uh, and one that he says is, somebody died, it wasn't a big deal. Because really, how much emotion a kid feel? Which, a little bit uh, dismissive of children's emotions. But at the same time, like, yeah, it was 
it was really different as a kid whenever a person would pass away because like it just didn't didn't have the same like impact you know you, also because you just didn't have as much connection to the person usually i mean obviously for some people that's a little different um but you know for for me it was usually just like a distant family member that i didn't really ever have the opportunity to know and it's like well what is you know i'm here and what i don't, I don't know i'm at i'm at a funeral but i don't really get it <laughs> but yeah no this is this was a cool song i like how chill and laid back it is I like just the the vibe of it it's feel good and I, I love a good feel good track it's it's nice to have this to break up the rest of it <laughs> um I would love to see them hook up with some nerdcore peeps, you know, for one of these. That would that would be some good shit. Um, later uh, on this album, I'm going to request that Mustard make a little bit of an edit to one of these because it claims that they hooked up with a nerdcore peep and they did not hook up with a nerdcore peep. That's entirely wrong. <laughs> so track 11, Roll Another. This one... This is another, this is a solo track, but it's it's not by either of the Zoolers that we are used to. This is Die of Bollock, D-O-B. You know, it's, it's Diary of a Bullet is, is what uh, Genius says here. Uh, we just get a, get a weed track. It's a solid weed track. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It's a fucking weed track by a guy who is not Allah or Zool. And he's not Elu either. Unless he is, I don't know, does this guy become Elu at some point? Who knows? That's that's for a person who knows what's going on to decide. Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 a weed track. It's cool. It feels good. It's nice, you know? The DOB, he he's got some he he's got some bars, you know. I'm just gonna jump right uh right right on over to the trunk. This is where I would consider putting uh tech nines in the trunk uh i don't know if i would though I'd, I'd consider it but uh talking about a honda accord not quite as reasonable as like a 2001 honda civic but uh you know it, it does it does its job uh billy obey billy obey on some like 90s style sexism here just just, just like <laughs> using using femininity as as an insult to other rappers. Just what the fuck, man? What what's up with you? Why you why you like that? Your bars remind us that you are vaginas. What is that line, Billy? <laughs> what are you doing? You're better than that. You you have better lines than that. Come the fuck on. <laughs> Uh, on the other hand, little Joey B, he fucking kills this verse. Like, I love his verse. He's just got some really good, good lines in here. The road headline, you know, having a skull on the dashboard. That's great. Commit suicide, ghost ride the whip. That's fucking tight. That is a 10 out of 10 line for me. And, like... I think my thing is that Joey really uses his words well. He puts them to good use sometimes. I mean, like, you know, it's 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 hit and miss. But I feel like when Billy Obey drops some stuff, he will say a word that's creepy just to stand on its own and be creepy. Like, he'll, he'll just talk, like, about... He'll, he'll just, like, mention suicide or whatever. But Joe Black... He's using it for a purpose in this line, and I feel like that really works. He's not just mentioning a spooky thing. He's, you know, he's 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 painting a bigger picture with it, and I like that. Um, and Diabolic, he's back, and he's bringing some fucking heat. And again, he's just painting a fucking picture. He's he's just good, man, and. You know, talking about stacking up bodies in in his trunk, and <laughs> what else? What else do you want from from such a thing? You know, 
like you, you got you got Joey just talking about just driving over people while he's got bodies in his trunk and all that stuff. And yeah, you got you got Diabolic just talking about again filling people up, filling up his trunk with bodies and stuff, and trying to trying trying to hit his goal of two fifty. Good luck, good luck. It's gonna be rough, man. That's that's gonna be a that's a lot of people to fit into a Honda Accord. Uh, I've heard that it only fits four, so good luck. But uh, and he also ends his line, uh, his verse. I mean. Uh, leading into the hook, which is just always really cool. Good shit. Good shit. This is a good track. Uh, definitely seems like a, a staple for people. I feel like this this one's a pretty well-liked one. I feel like I heard it referenced a lot at camp. But, uh, yeah. 13. Track 13. Praise No Name. This is a, uh, mostly, I believe, this is a Joe Black, uh, it's mostly a Joe Black solo. Like, Billy Obey's on the hook, and he has a very short uh, sort of verse at the end of one of Joey B's, but he's not really, you know, fully present for this. Um, but yeah, this this track uh, is interesting. It's kind of a, a refutation of the idea of a... Uh, of a loving God who is all-powerful and wants the best for us, but also knows that trillions are just built to fail the test that he has given us and will burn forever. Uh, it kind of just doesn't uh, doesn't fit the vibe, you know? Uh, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, you could... You literally can do whatever you want. We supposedly can do whatever we want but also we're we're built to do a certain thing like we're we're going to do what whatever it is we're going to do you know what we're going to do ahead of time so you know that we aren't going to succeed at this <laughs> uh it's a it's it's a thing you know it's a it's a pretty pretty dark track in that way you know just a uh you know, we're, we're given life, and life is uh, it's a precious gift, but at the same time, it's uh, the just existence is pain. <laughs> and, and we deal with our, that existential horror of, like, what the fuck is this life that we have been given? It's tough, you know? But it's a good track. It's a good track. I like it. Um... Moving on to track 14, The Suffering. Uh, this is where I would play the Coheed and Cambria song. Uh, and it wouldn't really land much for Mike. He, I don't, he's heard it before, but he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't know, really, uh, just by, by hearing it, what it was. Like, he would understand immediately that it's just another song with the same name, but he wouldn't. It, it just wouldn't work as a, as a gag. But, you know, I do my jokes for me. Uh, so I would do it anyway. Uh, this one's a, a bit of a change from the usual fare that we get. Um, we kind of hear them in their verses feeling remorse for all of the, the murder stuff and being tortured by the idea that they're beyond redemption. You know, not being as cool with the, uh, I guess, deserved fate that they feel they have sown for themselves. Uh, yeah, that, and that's, uh, it's just an interesting, uh, uh, change from, from the usual. We also have a chorus by Zach religious. Good name, I guess. Uh, we get, we get some screamy vocals, which is, is something, uh, you know, don't get that a lot, at least in, in this, uh, in this area. But uh, it, it works. It works pretty well for this. Billy Obey ends uh, ends his verse with a pretty good line when he says, uh, "Torn and definitely not really okay. Murder, please. These voices that Billy Obey. Good line using your name like that. I dig that. Um, that was that was pretty fucking tight. And uh, 
we get a classic Joe Black storytelling verse. We talk about it on this show all the time, Joe Black storytelling, and just he's he's really laying it down, talking about a time when he was possessed, um, which is he's kind of back and forth on it where it's like, you know, he said he says like the demon changed his mind and chewed its way out. But then like, you know, hearing that it's like trapped inside of him. But at the same time, he, he says he called a priest, but all it did was laugh at him. So it's like, I, I don't know, is it trapped inside of you and it wants out or is it, you know, there and okay with it or whatever? I don't know. But it's it was a good verse, you know. I I think both of them laid it down pretty good on this uh, on this track. We can jump on over to track fifteen, gone. This one is the one that I was talking about earlier, actually, where in the uh, on Genius verse two is credited to Mega Ran who is definitely not on this track. Uh, it's a different random. Uh, there, that's he, he currently... I guess, I guess he was going by random for a while and eventually settled on Mega Ran, but he settled on Mega Ran, I think, before uh, AXE was doing things. Maybe. I could be wrong about that. Uh, he, he's been just Mega Ran for a while, though. Uh... This one's another guest track. Uh, just get Billy Obey on that hook. Uh, Dob and Random, they're they're doing good stuff. They got it's a nice change up. There's their styles and stuff, and the way that they uh, just the way that they rap. It's just a little, little treat for the ears to to take a break from from them AXE boys. And uh, yeah, that that's about it. I mean, I, I don't I don't have a whole lot to talk about with this one. I'm just, you know, that's they're, they're still doing they're doing that thing. You know, they're they're crazy. They kill people. Ooh. That stuff, you know. And at the very end of this track, you hear a little. There's a sound in there. And I knew what that sound was. It's from... I mean, it's probably from something else. It's probably a sample. I don't know what it's a sample from, though. And the only thing that I recognize it from is Feels So Right from Forgotten Freshness 4. It was that one that I, I believe could have was like a Hell's Pit outtake or something. I don't know. But uh, it, it's that sound. And... Uh, yeah, that that's all. That leads us into track 16, Beg For Me. Now, we get a little Billy Obey storytelling here. My guy writes a coherent storytelling verse, and I'm here for that. That's good shit. Uh, according to him, uh, weed makes you violent. And I mean, we've we've known this for years. Weed makes you violent. There's there's no getting around it. That's just a straight up fact, you know. Can't uh, you don't want to be on that stuff. Uh, but yeah, he's he's got a nice little little story here about. Uh, he says he's consciously killing, but then like he talks about waking up with blood on his hands, and it's like, are you doing it consciously or are you blacking out and doing it? I don't. I don't know where you're at here, but you know he he I guess gets gets high and murders people and then doesn't really remember it because he was high. What a time! <laughs> and uh, then we got Joe Black dropping. He's he drops a fucking layered line here. Say cheese and die, get the picture, fatal frame. Good stuff. Then he follows it up with, I left goosebumps on my Xbox, STD. Goosebumps. Say cheese and die. Good shit. Fatal frame. Xbox game. Good shit. But he's like, you know, X, his, his X's box is what he's saying. That's just... 
it sounds really just anytime you break something down like this it sounds dumb as shit but the layers the layers were really good <laughs> it's it was just tight um and again we get a we get a diabolic verse and like i just don't have a lot to say about his verse besides the fact that just like he's just good you know like from what I've heard of him on this album alone, he's just a solid rapper. You know, you you have him on a verse and he's just going to fucking lay it down. You know, it, it, it'll be good. That's that's it. Like there's <laughs> that's all. I just don't <laughs> I don't have much else to say. Uh, he, he's just solid. So moving on to track number 17, Burning. This track has, in the in the chorus at least, it has that vibe. Like, there's a video by Seth Everman. What a guy. Um, his video games, his second video games uh, video that he did where he's he just sort of crafts a video game from just little bits of music and stuff. Uh, his his fire level that he does in that same vibes as this one, where it's just like, we need something that sounds really hot and your mind just goes to desert and naturally hits like Arabian vibes <laughs> and you start doing little fucking harmonic minor shit to get that sound. And yeah, you know, it, it works. Uh, not a lot to say about this one, just kind of being numb to the, the constant hell in which you live. Uh, yeah, it's about all. I don't I don't have like any any lines really to call out on this one for any, you know, being as it being particularly good or bad. They, they are just what they are. They're mad child's in this. I forgot about that. Um, he's just there. That's it. Uh, like, like everyone on here is 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 fine. And. Their verses are, are are serviceable, and that's that's about all. Uh, and then we end with a little more Richard Ramirez uh, talking basically how serial killers, he says serial killers do on a small scale what governments do on a large one. What a what a line, uh, Richard Ramirez saying correct things, making bad conclusions. That's that's what we have here. Uh, that will lead us into track 18, Bleed With Me. Uh, Joey B, talking about writing out his pain. Uh, he has a very cool verse in this, uh, where he, he's, he starts off talking about how he you know, slits his wrists and he writes in his blood, basically. You know, he's talking about writing, like literally just writing his pain out. Uh, but he's also talking as he goes as though he's like bleeding out as he writes it and he's running out of time and blood to, to finish the verse, which is, it, it was just really cool. Um, I, I like that one. Billy Obey is saying words, but he says them well. <laughs> that's, that's just kind of the, the Billy Obey thing that I get from this. Like it, it's just kind of, you know, He's very good at saying words. I just don't feel like he says a lot with them sometimes, you know? Like, he's... Again, he's just playing very fast and loose with the vibes verse. Uh, the vibes lyrics kind of thing. And, uh, you know, he, he's good on the mic. I just don't think that if I look at his writing, I find much to say about it unless he has like a specifically really good metaphor or something um but no this one just it, it ain't that but it's it's a it's just a really good track for me uh like i, I but and i think i think joe black is 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 laying it down here track 19 without it uh we're talking a little bit about addiction driving murders uh for billy seems like he's talking meds uh for for joey he's talking about being obsessed with a woman and murdering everyone everyone around them 
and then them. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's some cool stuff. Uh, like I said, this isn't one really that uh, has a, a lot to highlight in terms of individual lines. We got Joe Black. He's bringing back the Ginsu knife, uh, which is something. I, I do like, uh, never got you no ring. I got you an axe. It won't fit your finger. Fits your back. Good stuff. Um, yeah, just just good lines in there and just a. Just some good, uh, good storytelling and all that. You know how it is. And uh, we can, can jump right into track 20. Drink. Drink is a party track. This is fun. I like this one. It's, it's literally just talking about just getting turned up and having a good time with the homies at a show, wherever, partying. And it's it's just great. Um, I'm, you know, I I have had this had this question here and there. Like, I don't I don't know necessarily. I don't know much about these guys at all. Like, like I don't know. Are they into coke or something? Or is that just like a is it a past thing that they're into coke? Or do they just like to reference it a lot? I'm sh I'm pretty sure that they are definitely into weed. But I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of coke references here and there. You know. There's, there's there's enough of them that I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Maybe mm, yeah, yeah. Just definitely cut that one out. That 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 one's one that you can leave behind. That that's particularly not good for you. <laughs> you know. Uh David Packard taking that last verse. Uh Packard's out here drinking Bud Light. We love an ally. And uh yeah. At the very end of it. Uh, ends with a with a car crash into a tree, which is just a really w good way to end this. Like, there's no extra chorus on it or anything like that. Just about to get some pussy, man, till I crashed into a tree. Damn! And then you just get the car crash, and that's how the track ends. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and now we're gonna close this one off with Cemetery Symphony. Uh, yeah. We got Mastermind on this one. And also, do we have anyone else? No, just, just Mastermind and Ala and Zool. Got a big old depression fest to ride out on. Like, that that's really all there is. I don't have a whole lot to, again, this isn't one where I have a lot to highlight about it. it it's a very long track, but at the same time, it's, it's a big old depression fest. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I personally have never been suicidal. Uh, it doesn't connect with me on that front. Uh, I do hope that songs like this um, and like that kind of vibe helps people to to cope with that kind of stuff. You know, it's one of those things where like uh, I, I've heard this before, actually, from from doctors and stuff. Whenever they have to, whenever they do like depression screenings and stuff, and how like being very upfront and speaking frankly about stuff helps more than just kind of tiptoeing around it and all that stuff. Like I'm very uncomfortable whenever friends who I know are you know frequently going through stuff, you know, are very flippant about it, and I don't like to hear that. Um, cause you know, I love my homies and I don't want bad things to happen to them. Um, but at the same time, I mean, shit, if, uh, if stuff like this is helpful, good, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you, you can find if it's a good outlet and it helps you to, to kind of cope with that shit. That's good, man. Cause that, that shit's rough. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to lose my homies to that kind of shit. That that ain't cool. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's Science Company, baby. That's the album. Uh, it's a. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's longer per se than Head of Horns. I think like. I mean, like, it's definitely got a lot of fucking tracks on it. Um, this one runs for 21 goddamn tracks. 
but uh, most of them are pretty short. So it's not like, you know, it's not like they're run. It's not like a super long album as a whole. It's just got a lot of fucking tracks on it. Uh, this one, it, it was a really easy listen in general. Like it, it runs by pretty quickly um, for, for the couple listens that I did. Um, especially ones where I was like playing Morrowind or whatever and letting it go in the background. Like it doesn't, it doesn't drag or anything like that. Um, I, I think it was pretty solid. I, I wasn't, hmm. it didn't connect a lot. And sometimes, like I said, I felt like, I felt like some of the, the Billy Obey stuff where he was just kind of like, I don't know. He just doesn't have a lot to grasp onto if I'm actually trying to listen to what he's saying <laughs> but I, I i do really dig a lot of the a lot of the joe black that we got on here i think he just does good work in writing his verses i think he's just i think he's good at saying some shit with his words and i i like that i think he's good at using his words in interesting ways he's he's just he's got he's got it in that in that way i, I connect with joe black on that and i dig it um, but yeah, I think this was an interesting one in the way that, like, again, this is considered an AXE album, and then they just have a couple tracks here where they don't do verses. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just fucking strange in a way, but it's, uh, it's pretty cool that it was that kind of, uh, I would consider it almost like an Independence Day thing, like the way that Twisted did that. Um, but it's definitely sticking to the AXE style for the most part, as I have come to understand it. Um, yeah, that's that's Psycho. I think it was a solid album. Um, yeah, that's that's it. I think it's solid. It, it was good. It was good. Um, it was a good follow up to to Head of Horns. Um, I definitely feel like at times the uh, the general vibe that they're in is one where I'm just like, I don't think I want an entire album of this. Like, like I said, they have like the little breaks in there with, um, uh, the, the track, the name of which I cannot remember, no worries and drink. Um, but the, the rest of it is definitely just digging into, to that kind of kind of just dark, depressing vibe. And I'm just not, I ain't about that life. So like, <laughs> you know, without kind of, you know, whenever I saw them again, I saw them in a live setting and a live setting changes a lot about that kind of stuff. Like the vibe is different, but sitting just at home listening to these, I'm just like, ah, it's just not really fitting the vibe that I'm feeling. So it's just kind of, you know, it's kind of dragging me into a zone where I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like it's trying to bring me down. It's not going to, but it's trying. I'm just not feeling in that, in that place right now. <laughs> so it, I'm not commiserating with it or, you know, vibing with it. It's, it's interesting. So it's, I'm kind of like hearing it in a, in a different fashion, I feel, than, than some people might. But like I said, the good tracks are really good. If I was going to pick three of them, like I said, I mean, No Worries is, is fucking top tier shit. Uh, probably The Trunk, maybe. I think The Trunk is, is a pretty tight one. And uh, I mean, Drink is just a good feel-good one. I think... It's it's not, you know, it's not in the zone of AXE, but they did it, so I like it. <laughs> but yeah, uh hit me up. Tell me tell me what you feel about this stuff, you know? What did you think of of Science Company and uh what's uh what's your experience with it? Did you hear it when it dropped? Uh, what's up with these these AXE guys? How do how do you feel about their their stuff and what they're doing here? Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't have a, a, a big closer for this one. 
Uh, and what, what, how, how am I doing? Am I, am I carrying this? You know, help, help me out. What do you want out of this? Um, am I, is, is this just sort of a quick run through quick quote unquote, it's an hour going on an hour. And I got into this fast. What the fuck? Um, but yeah, is, is this kind of thing, uh, uh, working for y'all, uh, I'm probably going to keep it about the same, but you know, am I, am I covering things adequately? Give me, give me some feedback on that. And, and then also tell me what you think about, about science company and AXE and the various people on here. How's diabolic, you know, what's he up to? How's, how's son? How's your son? How's how, what's, what's up with DOB and random? Who are those guys? Who's Dave? You know, this one's not just Dave. This was David, uh, David Packard. What's what's he up to? What's he doing? Are all of these people still affiliated with AXE? I have no idea. My voice is getting real fucked right now because I've been talking in this register for too long. So um, I'm going to I'm going to get the fuck out of here. You know where to find us. Juggalo Judgment everywhere. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. Juggalo Judgment on Facebook. Juggalo Judgment on Instagram. Juggalo Judgment on Twitter, which I am still going to call Twitter. I'm awaiting the day that it that it gets changed back because it was a stupid idea to change it. But maybe it never will be. I don't know. Maybe maybe we can't have that back. Maybe this is just kind of the life we live now. Uh, you know, hit us up. Shmeave on, on all of that stuff. Uh, Get get in the 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 Discord, you know, you know the one, you know the one, the UPC Discord, the underground podcasting channel community, collective collaboration, and and talk to us there. That's that's where we chill, and that's where you can find us very quickly and actually like kind of talk directly to us in a way. Um, yeah. That's that's it. Uh I'm I'm getting the fuck out of here. Uh y'all have a good one. Peace.